0: Gluten-free, dairy-free, egg allergies, potato allergies, all of these things are really common. So what happens when you come to New Zealand with these allergies? Are you just gonna be faced with nothing to eat? Are you gonna be able to go to a cafe and get what you want? Are you gonna get ill? So have you ever been in a restaurant in New Zealand where you thought, hmm, they're just saying there is no gluten in it, but I bet there is, and you felt a little bit, oh.
1: There was an incident where we went out to eat
0: Today, I'm going to talk to my friend Jen from the YouTube channel A Thousand Words and find out exactly what it's like to live in New Zealand with allergies. Cut it, cut Welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. Everything you need to know about moving to and living in New Zealand. There's a whole world here. It's so nice to be with you again. You'll be right. Kia We call it Octooro around here, bro. We are your hosts, Liz and Brian. Amazing New Zealand in the Southern Seas. See, that's where I belong. That's home. Hello and welcome to the NZ Ahead podcast. So welcome, Jen. So excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I've just been waiting to get you back for so long and literally we've been backwards and forwards, haven't we? Like, when are you coming back? So I'm just really happy that you've given up your time to sit and chat with me today. Always happy to hear. About New Zealand food and allergies and whether New Zealand food is healthier and helps those allergies. Now, hands up, I've got to say, I know Very little about this subject, but you, my girl, are an expert, aren't you?
1: (laughs) An expert. Well, we all eat, um, but I have quite a tricky diet because I have an autoimmune disease that I developed after moving to New Zealand. And it's Hashimoto's. And for some people, they get diagnosed, they take medication, and they're fine. But I'm not one of those lucky people. And there's been some other complications, including food intolerances. So I don't eat gluten, dairy... Corn and potatoes, wow. which is tricky. Yeah. It is tricky because if you don't eat gluten, you can get gluten-free products. They almost always have corn and or potatoes in. So so hang on, you don't eat
0: gluten, corn, dairy, any dairy at all? No dairy, no. What's the other one? And potatoes. Why potato? What? How do you...
1: All of these things make me really sick. Do they? Yes. Yeah, so I'm not celiac. So if there are traces of gluten in something, that's okay. But If I have gluten, it will make me sick and I can be down and out for a week. So I have to be really careful. Yeah. But I enjoy my food and I don't not get to eat here, you know, even eating out. And that's the
0: exciting thing we're going to jump into is, like, if you're moving to New Zealand or even if you're already living in New Zealand, wherever you are, you know, it's just that we get so many questions um, on... On our chats, uh, if you're not familiar, um, Jen's got a Facebook group, Moving to New Zealand Facebook group, and we've got our free Moving to New Zealand video guide. And, you know, we get a lot of questions on both in both of those places come up all the time. Look, yeah. I'm gluten free, I'm dairy free. How is New Zealand going to, you know, how am I, I going to be able to eat? Am I going to be able to go to a cafe? It's a good question, isn't it?
1: Even if you don't have dietary restrictions, you eat. Everybody eats every day. Yeah. And also, if you're moving over with kids, you know, food's going to be different. How are they going to make the transition? And what are your options? And, you know, if you go to the supermarket, what's the food like? Because everybody has to eat.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited to get into this topic. (laughs) I really am excited. First of all, I want to know, so you came from South Africa and then you went to the UK and then you came to New Zealand. But you only discovered that you had these food allergies once you get to New Zealand. Is that right?
1: Yeah, I became really ill. Two years after we moved here, right, and then that came as as a result of it. But it's actually really, really common to develop food allergies after immigrating. Why? It, there's quite a high percentage. Well, if you think about it, everything that you put into your body has changed: the air, the water, the food. Everything is different, and for some people, that can trigger food allergy. Right. My cousin moved from South Africa to England, and then later developed an allergy to cinnamon. Like <sighs> it's bizarre or you may develop hay fever that you've never had before yeah so it I've is heard quite that, common yeah. something to be aware of it's not mm. definitely going to happen to everybody
0: mm. but if it
1: does happen just be aware that it's a thing
0: and also i've on the flip side that we will talk about this in a minute on the flip side you've got people who've moved to new zealand they've had severe allergies yeah and then once they get to new zealand da, gone
1: yeah, not an allergy, but okay. my son Noah had asthma.
0: Oh, right, sorry, yeah. In
1: England and we moved here when he was six. And I was concerned because people say that asthma can be quite bad here and mm. you know, the the damp winters and whatever. And he had no asthma since moving here. Really? So we kind of went the Flush other green way. Now, so isn't that's it? good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's seems <laughs> yeah. to see yeah. Okay, you
0: won't have your allergies, but you young lady, you can't <laughs> eat corn, you can't yeah. eat milk. you <laughs> Good luck for <on> that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when, uh, what was when did you – so you, you came to New Zealand and how did you discover that you had these allergies? What – suddenly you just started getting – how did Well, happen? It's,
1: it's quite a long story, which I won't go into, but
0: – Oh, go on, love. we've got all day. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Um,
1: I had a bit of a health crisis and as a result, one of the things that developed was this autoimmune disease. And I was getting treatment and I wasn't fully well. I just felt like I was still managing it and dealing with symptoms, so I decided to do the autoimmune protocol, which is—it's kind of like the paleo diet, minus anything that might bring you joy in it. So, what's
0: the paleo diet? I don't know. Paleo diet
1: is pretty much how I eat now. It's no grains, no dairy, no corn, no potatoes. So it it suits my diet. It's—it's kind of the theory is that it's based on what we used to eat in paleolithic times. Right. So. I mean, regardless of that, I eat the Listen to Your Body diet. Right. So,
0: is it a bit like the Atkins diet? Do you remember the Atkins no, diet?
1: No, that's that's kind of keto now. They've just rebranded.
0: There's too many names. <laughs> I know. Isn't there? That's
1: why I just I do the Listen to Your Body diet. I don't do the Someone told me to yeah. eat the site. So I did AIP, which is super strict. I have some videos on my channel about it, if if that suits anybody. It's super strict, and you eliminate anything that might be a problem, and it gives your body a time to heal from the inflammation, eliminate the things that are bothering you and then one by one you slowly reintroduce them and you see right. what do I have a reaction to. So if you think of when you're weaning a baby, you give them a food, you wait a while to see if they have a reaction because it might not happen immediately and from that I could reintroduce certain things and I could learn which things I couldn't reintroduce because mm. I had such a bad reaction to it. So that's how I can, came about understanding what I can and can't eat right. is that it just makes me sick. Okay, so you just eliminated yeah. everything. And, and I've then... become one of those people. And it is awkward, like if we're eating out, you know, the, the waitress comes around and you have to be like, I'm one of those people, <laughs> you know, is this gluten-free or can this be made gluten-free or dairy-free? Mm. And it's awkward, but it can be done. Like I eat out sometimes, I don't eat out a lot, but there are options.
0: Mm. And
1: I really appreciate when people put on the menu they don't have to cater to me, but I just want to know if it does or doesn't have gluten mm. or can be made gluten-free. So,
0: A really interesting point that my daughter made, because she works in three cafes, she works in three, a restaurant and a diner and, and a French cafe in town. And she made a really interesting point that um, people will come in and they will say that like, you know, oh, have you got this? Is it gluten-free? Is it dairy-free? And When they ask, the chefs have said to her, "Ask if it's an if it's what was it again? An
1: intolerance or an allergy? Yeah, Yeah.
0: or if it's a preference. Like if you're just doing it because I don't know, like you know, you just want to cut out. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be
1: gluten free, or I prefer to be. Whereas for me, I have to be. Yes, but not as much as a celiac person has to be. What does celiac mean? Celiac is a more severe gluten allergy." I don't want to talk out of turn. I'm not super educated. On, but I yeah. understand that it's dangerous for them to eat gluten or things right. that are cross-contaminated. Yeah. Whereas if I have it, I'm going to be sick, but it's not going to be as... I, I was won't going have to the say consequences at yeah. a celiac person. What would, would.
0: happen if you just had a potato? If you ate a potato, what would happen?
1: Oh, I'm not going to go into all the, the science symptoms. <laughs> go this, but, on, Jen. Um, for you the go most go to the part, bathroom and then I'll, what happens? I'll be out. <laughs> 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 um, it will set off an autoimmune flare for the most right. part. Yeah. And I, And good. that c- could be up to a week. It could be a couple yeah. of days that I'm down and out on the couch able unable to do anything. So. This
0: is a really personal question and <laughs> totally off topic just because yeah. I'm a nosy little bag. If you're having dinner what do you have at night what would you have for your, what did you have for your dinner last night? Last night what did we have last night?
1: We had steak and I did um, frozen kumara chips like right. sweet potato chips so they oh, are convenience products right. I can I can get so, so like oven eat, chips yep. but they sweet potato
0: so you can eat potato, but just not sweet. You can eat, I can sweet, eat potato. sweet potato. but oh, not, that's handy. Not regular potato. Yeah, that's and we handy. had
1: cauliflower that I grew myself oh. <laughs> with that. So I generally cook from scratch. It's healthy, that is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, really healthy. There are gluten-free pastas available that don't have corn in. Yeah, um, like I, I have a quinoa rice pasta. Mm. Um, I do stews, soups. You know, I feel like I cook pretty normal. Mm. Like if people come over, they don't think it's weird
0: food. No, I came to your house um, for lunch and I don't, yeah. I didn't even, I wouldn't have even known that, you know, I was like, where's the potatoes? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> what <laughs> did we have? We had
0: salad, Yeah, you tuna did like a lovely tuna salad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, crackers. So none of that, I'm just going through my mind, none of that's got dairy in it, has it? And wheat and, because you did no. like crackers and things. Yeah,
1: rice crackers, yeah. It's
0: fascinating, isn't it? What other people eat fascinates me, it really does. Yeah, but. and it's
1: something that most people wouldn't think about. You go out and you can order whatever you want. Yeah. So if I go out and I need to pick up takeaway, I'll get a salad at most places like pit-a-pit or Subway. You can have it as a salad. Um, Indian is quite good. Is it? Yeah, gluten free. There are dairy free o- options yeah. in their curries. Sushi. Mm, yeah.
0: So. Oh yeah. So yeah, you can. I mean, yeah. not
1: just anything. They often put crumb things or cream cheese in the sushi. Yeah. Here, so yeah. I have to be careful which ones. But I mean, there's options wherever you go.
0: I don't Mm. think anybody
1: moving to New Zealand with a gluten allergy has to worry. No? Especially if you don't have the added complications of corn and potato. Yeah. There's lots of gluten-free options.
0: Okay, here's an interesting thing. A lady who was in our um, private membership, she emailed me, messaged me and said... This is really funny. Well, it's not funny. (laughs) You know? (laughs) So she messaged me and said her husband has got... If you dream of moving to New Zealand, then you are going to love what I'm about to share with you. Twelve years ago, when me and Bri emigrated to New Zealand, we were scouring the internet, trying to find any information that we could about what our life would be like when we got here. And basically, all we had was YouTube. So we made this vow. We said, when we get to New Zealand, we're going to create something that we can share with others that answers those questions that you're so desperate to know about, like what is your life going to be like when you get here? And that's what I'm here to offer you today. We have created a five-day free, absolutely free video guide that shows you what it's really like to live in New Zealand. This stuff is unique and it is Fabulous! You are not going to find it anywhere else on the internet, and like I say, it's absolutely free. You'll be sent a video every day for five days, and you will know what it's like in New Zealand. So head over to the website. It's www.nzahead/free. One more time, that's www.nzahead/free. You are going to love it. messaged me and said, "This is really funny." Well, it's not funny. Yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so she messaged me and said her husband has got was it an egg intolerant? Yeah, an egg, a serious egg allergy. And they they're in America and they sit there and think about all the pies that are in New Zealand. You know, all yeah. our delicious pies we've got. And she'd watched that video of or we did me and Brian did a video when we went down the South Island. We had these pies and they were just divine. And she was watching it and she said, "Oh, you know, we 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 desperately want to come to New Zealand and try these pies, but he's got an egg allergy." She said, "So would I be able to eat them?" So what I did, I phoned up the um, the, the baker, the cafe, the pie shop down in the South Island in Blenheim, and I said, "You know, this guy has got an egg allergy. Do you put egg wash on your pies?" And she said, "Yes, we do. Apart from one, I think it was." belly pork they don't she said but and it was really interesting because she said if you came in and and ordered like 12 like like a a work make it worth their while Mm -hmm. they could just like cater to or you know cater to them and just say okay we won't put egg wash in that and then she went on to say which i found really interesting i'd like your opinion on this she said if you uh, uh, hang on let me get this right she said if you are like to become like completely gluten-free or to say this is like a gluten-free product you have to be certified and you have to pay for that certification and she said it's not cheap it really isn't she said so what people tend to do is say may contain eggs may contain to cover themselves to cover themselves even though it's got she said it, it like she said our pies haven't got any peanuts in them obviously but we have to say may contain or I think it was that that she said but something like along those lines you know which is interesting isn't it
1: yeah from what I've heard if you are celiac and you're eating out chances are there will be some kind of cross-contamination where you know like the the chef is busy working with flour in the kitchen and there's flour particles in the air or you know if you're super super strict I think you'll know that eating out is a risk
0: yeah 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 and you'd, yeah, you'd have to take that chance, wouldn't you? Yeah. I remember when we were, lived in, um, in, in Whistler, we were over there working, and there was this guy, and he, he was allergic to tomatoes, and he just said, I cannot have any tomato on my plate, you know, and you know what it's like, you think, oh, yeah, as if, like, you know, more like you just don't like, <laughs> yeah, but it's terrible because, and this was like 20 years ago, no, more than that, 25 years ago, when you just... There's those, less awareness of that. It was, Yeah. yeah. And you thought back then, oh, yeah, you're just being fussy. Anyway, we went out for lunch and he ordered this burger and he'd said, like, you know, there was no tomatoes. No, sir, no tomatoes. You know what Canadians are like? They're very customer orientated. Like, no, no, I can, you know, um, so totally make sure that there isn't any. Anyway, it comes to the table and on the side, bloody hell, I mean, how wrong can you get it? On the side of the plate there, a little side salad, a little slither of tomato in there. And this guy, he went Berserk. He went absolutely mad. He's like, "Do you realise what a risk you are putting me under?" You know, and I remember thinking, "You know, that's a bit over the top." But actually, when you it's dangerous. Yeah. 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 Have you ever have you ever been in a situation where like you felt, you know, like like a risk? Have you ever been in a restaurant in New Zealand where you thought "Mm, they're just saying there is no gluten in it, but I bet there is, and you felt a little bit, oh. Or have you always thought, trusted them and mm. thought?
1: I've I've usually trusted them, but there was an incident where we went out to eat. It was the second time at this particular restaurant and I'd ordered this particular thing before. Um, most things come, especially the lower scale restaurants, the more f- chips on the side, yes. you know, standard stuff. Yeah. I find the more expensive the restaurant, the more options that you'll have that's that's not just like with chips and potato. Yeah, And this was just like a pub dinner type of place. And the one thing on their menu that I knew didn't have potato was a pork belly with a kumara mash. Mm. And I had had it there before and it was fine. And when we went to eat there, I asked the waitress, is this gluten and dairy free? And she said, I'll go and check for you. So I said, or if it could be made gluten and dairy free, like if they normally put butter in the mash, just don't put butter in the mash.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So she
1: said, I'll go and check for you. So she went to check and then, you know, she brought all the meals out. So I assumed, oh, she'd Check that they made sure it wasn't and I was really sick that week and I was like there was something in that oh. and that was disappointing because I'd specifically asked her to ensure it was gluten and dairy free yeah but I don't think there's been a time that you talking about where I've asked and I think they're just dismissing my concerns I think there was maybe a miscommunication there or whatever the situation was but I don't generally feel like well oh, I can't trust them
0: because
1: mm. otherwise you just wouldn't eat out no no you know, I went to um, the Indian place we normally go to. As we are leaving, I, I got the takeout menu, and I said, can you just show me which ones are dairy-free? Because a lot of them, they put cream into the curries. Yes. That. So he kind of marked all the ones, so now I know which ones to order.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you don't have to be that person at the table going,
0: special needs when yeah, the waitress yeah, comes around. yeah. But you find, I mean, I certainly, n- no one in our family has got any tolerances, so it's not like I can uh, comment on this, but I would, um, talking to my daughter, like she's a waitress, and I said to her, I said, be honest, I said, when people come in and go, you know, oh, I'm gluten, I'm this, I'm that, I said, what's the general feeling in the kitchen? Tell me the truth. I yeah, said, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, do you go into the kitchen and go, oh, by the way, this person is, no, 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 and they go, oh, for God, yeah. I said, or are they genuinely, you know, accommodating? She said they're genuine, she tell the truth, they're genuinely accommodating. Oh, that's good to yes. know. I she think it is more yeah, common now, and I think yeah.
1: more people have experience or know somebody who has problems with food and, you know, can understand it's not just somebody being precious. Mm. It, it is actually something that affects them, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's an interesting topic, isn't it? Is it yeah. but, and so the other thing that I was dying to know as well, and someone actually mentioned this because they know you and they know where you live, you live in a small Really small town. Very <laughs> yeah. small town yeah. um, in, in New Plymouth. Uh, like, in sorry, South like, Taranaki. In, in yeah. South Taranaki. Yeah. How easy is that? I mean, it's all very well going to the big cities and like, you know, la-dee-da. la dee dar it down in New, yeah, New Plymouth. Yeah, all kinds of options. Yes. Do you mean
1: in terms of eating out or yeah. supermarket groceries? well, both. Or? Both. Well, how do you cope? I have all the options I need. Do you? And I find that there's more and more products becoming available. And so there's, there's a, a brand of paleo bread, and I, I know I can eat that. And... They were consistently out of stock at my supermarket. So there's obviously a demand for it, either that or they're way under ordering. But I just went onto that brand's website and I ordered direct from them on a subscription. So once a month, here's your delivery of bread, put it in the freezer and I don't have to worry about it. So I find a lot of brands do that. Mm. Um, We get our Avos on prescription, uh, prescription, (laughs) subscription, (laughs) take two (laughs) Avos, call me in the morning. (laughs) get our Avos on subscription, my... Paleo bread, you can get hot sauce. You can get, you know, if you have a favourite brand, go on their website. You can, chances are, just get them to deliver straight That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: That's fantastic to know that. And what yeah. about eating out? How do you go on when you go down the local chippy?
1: I mean, we don't have a huge number of choices in our area, but there's two Indian places. Mm. Um, there is, like, the pub place. There are options. Yeah. Um, when we go out, there's one restaurant we'll go to. I'll order a steak, which normally comes with chips or baked potato and steamed veg or salad. And I'll just ask for the steak with the salad and steamed veg. Yeah. And they're quite accommodating.
0: Yeah. So, yeah.
1: you know, there's there's things like that, there's options.
0: Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. That's really good to know. Um, oh, what was I just going to say? Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to ask you. So I wanted to read out... Um,
1: is this from the group? Yes, this
0: is, from, this is actually from your Facebook okay. group. Yeah, so like I say, Jen's Facebook group, Moving to New Zealand, go and check it out. It's brilliant. But she just said... Basically, um, it was, we were strictly GMO-free in the US, mm-hmm. what does that mean? That's genetically modified, so
1: that's not allowed in New Zealand, oh, Ge- okay. genetically modified products, so if you're trying to avoid GMO and you move here, you're lucky because you're not going to be able to get it. Brilliant. That's not to guarantee that ingredients bought from overseas and used in the manufacture of products yeah. are not GMO, but from what I understand, they need to declare that, but there's no GMO is that where and, yeah,
0: is that where I'm, I'm I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I seem to remember this in when we were living in England. Is it where they inject like make all the apples big and rosy and like you know Or
1: more resistant to disease? They genetically modify right. that seed or you know strain of plant to be whatever, more productive, resistant to disease usually, okay. resistant to pets. So. And it's obviously not good for you. Yeah, I'm not going to comment yeah. on that. No, because, all right then, but, Jen. but yeah, yeah in, in my opinion, it's best avoided and I know a lot of people are concerned about it. So whether or not it is, I mean, I haven't done all the scientific research into Mm. it, but it's it's not allowed yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't we always? (laughs) Yeah, 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 I'm an expert. (laughs) And she Mm -hmm. says, but there is very little organic uh, produce or meat in New Zealand, but it's because there isn't um, agribusinesses here to pump out low-quality food all over the supermarket shelves. We've been eating normal food, here for months and it's been a relief. The food is nutritious and it doesn't have tons of chemicals in it. I'd agree with that. Yeah.
1: You know, they're not going to state on the beef, grass-fed beef because all the beef is grass-fed.
0: That's what I don't understand.
1: Yeah. It's not like a special thing that you need to seek out. So I feel like the standard of food is so high. Me too. The quality is good. There is a deficiency in magnesium. It was magnesium, I think zinc and something else in the soil. So the food here tends to be deficient in that and people tend to be deficient in oh, that.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: So that's, I mean, that that's something Is that all over New supplement. Zealand? Yeah.
0: Or? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: And women can be more prone to being oh, deficient. Yeah. So
0: That's interesting. Yeah. I wish I
1: could remember the other one. I know it was magnesium zinc and something else, but anyway.
0: You can just take that as a supplement form though, I suppose. But, but I yeah, yeah I'd, I'd rather take a supplement
1: that. than know that the chicken I'm eating is full of Antibiotics, which they don't do yeah, here. They don't yeah. pump all the meat and animals full of things. So,
0: because someone asked me, they said, "You know, oh, can, how is the how can you get organic meat in New Zealand?" And I just thought, I mean, organic chicken. I can I've seen in the supermarkets organic chicken. Yeah, but I've never seen. Oh, have you? Did no, they even organic, have organic foods.
1: Meat? I, I don't really have access to. No. I mean, if I wanted to go and get organic celery, I would have to. Really go looking for that. Like I wouldn't be able to get that in the supermarket. There's not much, no, in terms of fresh meat and produce that's organic. But then I don't think there is a huge difference between organic and non-organic. That's here. what I'm wondering. Yeah.
0: And again, it's just not the same. No. As, yeah. And again, going back to that thing about the label, you know what the pie shop said? There used to be a lady who lived down the road from us. She's moved back to Germany now, but she owned a farm down in Germany, uh, down in Germany, down the road. <laughs> <laughs> down in Germany, on the yeah. other side of the world. <laughs> and um, she had a farm, and she said, and she was super healthy. One of these, you know, really, really health conscious. <laughs> Really healthy, and she had the farm, and she had all grew her own vegetables and things, and she would sell things on the side of the road, and she had some animals. I think she had a few cows and and sheep and whatever, and she just said, "We would love to be certified organic," she said, "but the the hoops, the cost, she said, and the and it's voluntary, yeah, that you have to jump mm. through. She said it is not worth it. There are people who claim."
1: They'll they'll say this is an organic product, but they're not certified because it's voluntary. If you choose to be certified, and there are so many costs involved.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, a lot of people will get a sheep or a calf and raise it for a year, and then have it slaughtered and then fully freezer, and they know that you know they know exactly what exactly what it's eating. Exactly, but that's I mean, right. Yeah. I live in the middle of dairy farms, surrounded by dairy farms, and it's all like lush green grass. Well, yeah. except in summer. So they will sometimes supplement with maize to the animals. Mm. I I don't know did do they do that in summer because that's when the grass is all brown.
0: Yeah. But in I don't winter know. there's just lush green grass everywhere yeah. and that's what the cattle eat. Yeah. And, and yeah so that's that that that's that question about and I again totally hands up don't really know what I'm I don't know about this enough but I remember reading somewhere I think it was America that they have cows that have never eaten a piece of... They've never been in a field in their life. Yeah, if you see...
1: I mean, you can see documentaries and things online. There's just acres and acres and acres of bare soil, and these animals are standing... There's there's no greenery that they can eat. You know, they would have to go out of their way to raise it grass-fed. That's why they'll mention that it's grass-fed, because it's on these... You know, she mentioned big agri-whatever...
0: Yeah, agribusiness here to pump out local food, yeah. that's
1: what it looks like. We're very lucky, aren't we? Yeah, we really are.
0: You just don't have that in New Zealand? No. I
1: remember moving here, this was before all of the, you know, dietary changes, when I could eat McDonald's. We came over to New Zealand, we went and had McDonald's, and we were all like, this tastes amazing. This tastes like beef. Because the McDonald's in England tastes like nothing. Yeah. And it just tasted like good food. Yeah. I mean, it's McDonald's, it's it's not great, but... Yeah, you've it got to have a Macca's every now not you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: nothing yeah. wrong
1: with a bit of Macca's. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just tasted different to the McDonald's in England. Yeah. Like it tasted like real food.
0: And that's really interesting. You should say that because someone else said, another comment on one of the chats said, we arrived in New Zealand from the UK and yes, the meat is more expensive because they love going on about how expensive the food is in New Zealand oh, compared to the UK.
1: New Zealand lamb is more expensive here than it is in England. Really? But, yeah. I mean it is what it is <laughs> yeah
0: exactly so yes the food is more expensive um he said i think this was a guy who said but the meat didn't shrink to half its size when it was cooked no water came out when we were cooking mm. the sausages and they were packed full of meat and next to no fat came out and and so basically yes it, it might be a little bit more expensive but it's beautiful who cares because yeah. it's better isn't it yeah it is beautiful isn't and it i'm not, glad you said that
1: that's not the export quality stuff this is the standard stuff that I'm we're really left with. I'm really glad you with. said it's, that, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah.
0: Because I was thinking, is it just me? Because when I remember when we came over here and we, I think we, we had some belly pork or pork chops or something like that. And I remember thinking, God, this tastes good. Yeah. It tastes so good. And I was thinking, surely not. Like, you know, how can it differ? And, but honestly, does, take yeah. our word for it. It is as well. Yeah. And I think the, and I've said this before on quite a few videos, I think the cafe food is much better, much higher standard. Someone yeah. on our group the other day said, no, the cafe food's better in the <laughs> UK. I'm like, no. Where have they been? Excuse me, no.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's it's all down to all the ingredients as well. I used to have a cake business and you can't get white icing. You can't make white buttercream here because the butter is so yellow. Mm. You know, it, it's, it's like the the yolks of the eggs are so orange that's the nutrition in it. That's
0: Yeah, yeah. Talking about eggs as well, someone mm-hmm. said, i oh, got my list out here <laughs> now. Someone said, uh, the UK's idea of free-range eggs is New Zealand's idea of caged eggs. What do you think of that?
1: I haven't inspected egg farms here or there, no. so I, I can't comment. But so hang on, I know he's saying,
0: our idea of free-range eggs in the UK is New Zealand's idea of caged. So they're saying that in
1: the UK they call it free-range, but they really don't have a lot of space to right. move around. and here caged is not as caged as the uk yeah maybe
0: yeah i don't know because i haven't seen chicken farm either but that's interesting isn't it
1: yeah a lot of people around me have chickens Mm. i can get eggs in my village you know from Mm. somebody's Chicken and
0: Our next door neighbour's got chickens and I'll tell you what, they're always on our deck making a mess. I think I think you should be compensating us. We used to have chickens that make poo everywhere. Yeah, they're messy, aren't they? Yeah. But they're cute. Yeah, they are cute. They are cute. They're yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah.
1: They make a pets.
0: Yeah. Um what was I just gonna say to you then? Because I just when you said something I just thought, Oh, what well, I just wanted to ask you about. That. Oh, your cake business. Oh, <laughs> I knew something had sparked my attention. A cake business?
1: Yeah, briefly after we moved here, before we came ill yeah.
0: Oh before you came ill, yeah. Yeah. What did you do? Just make cakes and sell them? Yeah, make
1: cupcakes to order. Oh, and, really? Yeah, I used to really yeah enjoy because them.
0: you brought some cakes around to me the other, when yeah. last time you came. <laughs> and they were absolutely and stuff. delicious. Absolutely lovely. Yeah. Right, okay. So is there anything else that we haven't covered? Not the only thing, or oh, hang on, not only the things like fruit and veg have flavor that you only get that if you grow yourself or pay higher prices for it. Yeah.
1: I mean, tomatoes. If you buy tomatoes, they're never going to taste like a homegrown tomato. Oh, it's yeah. just that simple. But yeah. for the most part, you know, carrots taste. That everything's always going to taste better if it's freshly mm. harvested from your own garden. Yeah. I mean, there's no getting around that. But the produce, I think, like the carrots are big and they're crunchy and they're not like you can get some like insipid or dry carrots. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes, it they're does, not juicy yeah. like yeah, the carrots. Yeah. Yeah, I remember moving here and seeing the, the banks of produce in the supermarket, and thinking it just looks so beautiful. Yeah, and yeah, I've I've no complaints. I mean, no, that's me neither. I have to cook from scratch. I rely on these basic ingredients, mm. and I've no complaints. Mm. I think I think the food here is really top notch.
0: And also, just down the road, and this is becoming more common now. These little uh, farm shops that you can get, you know, yeah. like you can take your own glass bottle and fill up the milk, and you know. That, that farm shop down the road from us, and I'm sorry, farm shop, I can't <laughs> remember your name. Great promo. <laughs> yes, it is, isn't it? You can rely on me. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what, your stock, your food, I'll tell you what, I'll find it out and put it in the description. Mm-hmm. Their food, their salad bags, their everything, everything they sell is just like their rocket. You know, like proper rocket should taste really yeah. peppery and really that irony yeah. taste. And, yeah, you get it from there. And it doesn't say on the bag organic or anything. It's just, you just know it's come off the farm. So it's going to taste, yeah. it's going to taste great. Top so. Luck.
1: Do you know what I like in supermarkets? What? Two things. When you go in there's usually a basket of produce like apples and bananas and it's free for the yeah. kids. So if you have a child who's complaining while you're shopping just give them a banana. Yeah. I really like that. I do. And I like the they call it the odd bunch or the ugly bunch. Yes. They have different names. You can get a bag of vegetables that are kind of misshapen yeah. or they're not just going to go to waste. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll often take the, you know, that I'll go and seek that out because You want to prevent food waste. Yeah, yeah. And it tastes the same. Like, maybe it's harder to peel if there's, like, you know, a forked carrot instead of a nice straight one. But it tastes the same. Yeah, it
0: does, yeah.
1: I really like that they do that and they don't just throw it away because it doesn't look right.
0: I know, I know. Yeah, me too. And and also, while, just quickly just to add as well, some, again, someone on our chat today put a picture of she's just moved from America, Katie actually, we did an interview with her and David a couple of weeks ago, but they've just moved from America and she sent a picture and put it on the chat of some blueberries, fresh blueberries. And she was like, I was going to buy this and then I, these and then I saw the price and they were like $11. That's yeah. so, so expensive. Yeah. Um, But it's probably out of season, isn't it? It's probably not blueberry season, but.
1: Yeah, it's not blueberry no. season now. So they would have traveled pretty far. Yeah.
0: And, and that's, that's why they were dear. Yeah. But the thing I said to her, which, again, in the UK, if you, you didn't go... Well, I didn't. I, I thought if you bought frozen fruit, like blueberries, strawberries, you know, um blackberries, you wouldn't do that. It's like, oh, I'm not buying frozen. I'll only eat fresh. I don't know if you're the same. But over here, like, we buy frozen br- New Zealand blueberries. They're delicious. They're absolutely lovely. You would never know the difference. You know, you take yeah. them out defrost them, stick them in a smoothie, whatever. Yeah. I know you can't beat have him fresh, but at the end of the day, that's another thing I noticed about New Zealand food, is like there isn't that, I want to say class distinction between frozen and fresh food, you know. It was, it was always, when we lived in the UK, it was always like, oh, no, not frozen, you know, you don't want frozen. But
1: It's not substandard, no. No. I find eating here is, especially f- fresh produce, well, in particular fresh produce, is very seasonal.
0: Mm, Yes.
1: You can get a cucumber in winter, but it's going to cost you about $6. Mm -hmm. That's what I know. Or you can get two for $2 in summer. Yeah. So you just tend to eat more seasonally,
0: which I think is better for you anyway. I agree, yeah. I yeah. love that. And when I first came, I was like, you know, oh, where's the tomatoes? Like, you know, I want some tomatoes. In the middle of winter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now it's like, it's, you get excited when it's avocado season. Like, you know, yeah. when Christmas comes, it's like, oh, the strawberries are here. Like, you know, and you do, you get excited. Yeah,
1: get my cherries at Christmas yeah, time. Yeah,
0: yeah. And the other thing I love that the New Zealanders do as well is they'll get whatever is in season and they'll make a big batch of it and freeze it for the rest of yeah. the year, like, you know? Yeah. Which, again, it's like that old-fashioned way, isn't it? It, that's what my grand, you know, my grandparents used yeah.
1: to do. I do bottle some things, but generally I can't be bothered. So <laughs> we have an extra chest freezer. Yeah. So I will plant sixty tomato plants in summer, and then I'll kind of cook and freeze in portions yeah. the tomatoes. So then I've got I don't have to buy tin tomatoes, but yeah, oh, so you just freeze
0: your tomatoes. Though? Yeah, so I'll, I'll grow the tomatoes when them. I'm
1: harvesting a lot, and it's more than we can eat in yeah. in the summer. I'll just chop them up, chuck them in the crock pot, some of them for the day, put them into containers, like 400ml containers and freeze them. So people tend to do that here. And I find people bake from scratch here. They, yes. they don't really in England. Yeah. And when you can, you know, pick up a chocolate roll for 89p, why would you? But here people, you know, they'll whip up a slice for the kids' lunch boxes. And yeah. It's more of a thing here.
0: It is. And it's, yeah, it is. I, and I absolutely love that. There's just again I don't want to keep saying it's an old-fashioned tradition but it it is it feels more like old-fashioned you know values sort of thing like that's what you did and there was no not no waste I've got hand on heart I'm rubbish at I'm not good at leftovers you know some people I love leftovers it means I don't
1: have to cook again yeah but I
0: never know what to do with them like some people are oh yeah we've had a roast pork and now we're going to do 10 million different dishes with this piece of pork (laughs) that's left over you know
1: if I get a leg of lamb and there's three of us living at home now so I'll I'll roast the leg of lamb, we'll have our roast dinner, and then the next night I'll use the lamb to make a, it's like a lamb, like a spicy pilaf, mm. rice dish. So I'll generally plan that on my meal plan. Yeah. If we're having...
0: Yeah. So if you just plan ahead. I know. But I've got the little <laughs> greedy hog, so just eat it all and just Well, like, then there's no know... problem.
1: There are no leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on your sandwiches. Yeah. yeah, I
0: know. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I think like the fact that people do bake here and they do preserve things... It just speaks to the work-life balance here. Mm. You know, in England, I remember people saying, I wish I had time for that. But here, yeah. people have more time for that. And it's not that they're working fewer hours a week. There just seems to be a different culture yeah, towards kind of busyness.
0: Yeah. Do you agree? I do. I'm just thinking then. And I just... We're like, how do
1: they do it? But they exactly. just Exactly. We've yeah. all
0: got the same amount of hours in the day. Yeah. So how come... Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean because I was talking to a, a, another girl, Jen, she was also called Jen, and I interviewed her and she was on, she's only young, like, she's only in her 30s. Yeah, she's 27, but yes. Oh, correct. she's 27. <laughs> Is she a <your> hairdresser too? <laughs> I was listening to your podcast this oh, okay. morning when you were talking <laughs> oh, <right>. to her. <laughs> well, there you go. And did you hear what she was saying? She's like... Yes, I bake. I, that's part of my life. Like you know, I just yeah. I plan ahead for the week and I bake. You know, my m- do all this home cooking. And she's really busy. She is really busy. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. it just maybe just comes down to priority or just the lifestyle here. A lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get back and talk about <laughs> lifestyle because, yeah, yeah, it's one of those subjects that when people say you know, oh, what is it about New Zealand that you love? And you're like, oh, it's just the lifestyle. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? I know. Yeah. It's annoying when people say that. I hate yeah. it when I say it myself because it's like. <laughs> <lifestyle>. <laughs> what does it mean? Yeah, I know. It's like. Yeah. Well, for a start, the pork's better. <laughs> you know, <There's laughs> yeah. you just all these things yeah. that go through your head, but it's easier just to go. Oh yeah, the lifestyle. I think for
1: immigrants, when you're going to uproot your entire life, choose to move to another country and establish a life, you're going to be intentional, intentional about how that looks, mm. and I think that plays into it so immigrants will say I came here for the lifestyle because they've come here and they've created a life whereas if you just stay where you've always stayed you kind of fall into a rut and you just do do what's done maybe that has something to do with it
0: I think you're absolutely right yeah I I never looked at it like that but it is it's like if you're going to make the effort to move to the other side of the world
1: what do you want from it what do you want your life to look like and then you kind of live in a way that you make that happen
0: yes you do you do and you think well why can't I just do that at home because you can't because you're in a rut and that's yeah. all there is to it. Yeah. You know, it's true though, yeah. isn't it? You know? I
1: think people, wherever they live, can be more intentional mm. about how they live. And it's just easy to drift, but maybe, maybe it's worth kind of auditing your life now and again and seeing what changes you can make. Because you don't have to move to the other side of the world to change your life. No, you don't. But it's easier. <laughs> is it though?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. Is it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe for you. <laughs> no,
0: no. But it's just that I just love that whole, I love change. I love that I, as much as I'm frightened of change and I, I don't, you know. It keeps know, you alive. It does. Yeah. It keeps you fresh. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, let's, let's do that. And exactly like you say, if you if you intentionally say, okay, when we move to New Zealand, we'll start going out for walks more. It, it makes you do it. Yeah. You know?
1: And maybe there's reasons you can't do that where you're currently living, but could you move somewhere in your own country where that would be more possible? Just uh, emigrating is not for everybody, and I know how difficult it is to get in here at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's not an all-or-nothing situation.
0: No. No, it's not. No. Well done, Jen. (laughs) Solved everybody's well problem. Well done for making people feel better. I don't like, think I have. Yeah, you just have to move to New Zealand if you want to. Do, if you want a better life. <laughs> no. Okay. Mm. Well, it's just been. Outside. I could talk to you for hours and yeah, hours and hours. Yeah, we do. I know <laughs> yeah. every time and yeah. every whenever we want to get together, we're like, what should we talk about? And actually, we could just sit here and just talk about anything. And it, yeah. yeah. So to yeah. round it up, then I'm going to say I will put my hand up and say New Zealand food is <laughs> is healthy and it. Yeah. Is yeah. It's better, and I just, for me personally, that's how I feel.
1: I know you feel like it's not expensive. I know you keep saying it's not ex- I feel like it is expensive, but I'm shopping for a special needs diet.
0: Mm. Mm. But you
1: can eat really tasty, good, healthy food and not spend a fortune.
0: How much do you spend a week on shopping? We spend around, there's
1: three of us at home, and we spend around $300 a week, but that includes all our Consumables for our Airbnb guests. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, for you what? Your Airbnb?
1: Yeah. So the you know the toilet paper and shampoo. Yeah, and yeah. All the consumables for their coffee, mm. tea, whatever. So
0: we we've got a family of four and we spend around about four hundred maybe. And
1: you've got a dog. Four.
0: Th- oh, that's not including in her. She's more expensive than oh, okay. my family. <laughs> now that like, she is dairy, green, green, grain-free thing, like you know, and her food cost me a fortune. Yeah. Absolute fortune. But again. Anyway, that's a different topic. <laughs> but, yeah, she was eating normal dog food and she had this massive rash all over her tummy. We put her on grain-free dog food, as if. But, yes. She's not just rash, being precious it yes, makes her sick. I know. Sick. It's like, mm, I want to be grain-free. <laughs> you know, just, Don't uh, we all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's one of those. <laughs> but, yeah, that's another interesting yeah. topic to talk about, whether food is expensive in New Zealand. Because, uh, yeah, personally, I mean, yeah. That is a whole different topic and I'm going to go now yeah. because, yeah, it's... Because yeah. bearing in mind, me saying we spend 400, 450 or whatever, we drink a lot of wine. Like, you know, we will have wine with our dinner. Not a lot, but, you know, a couple of bottles. Be <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that includes vodka and gin. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I mean, right, we're going to go now because this could just go on forever. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to hit the subscribe and bell and the notification thing that comes up and then then, yeah (laughs) the thumbs up and we will be back with another episode next week okay take care and see you soon (laughs) thank you so much for joining us on the podcast this week we have loved having you here with us if you love this week's show please share this with your
1: friends send it to anybody you know that wants to think about moving to New Zealand and get on
0: over here yourself Tell them how brilliant it is as well. And also, if you haven't signed up for our free five-day video guide showing you what life is like, really like, in New Zealand, then go over to the website and sign up. You are missing out. This is brilliant. Go over to www.nzahead/free. And we will send you five days worth of videos about what life is like in New Zealand. You are going to love it. So one more time, that website that you need to sign up for the free five-day guide is wwwnzahead slash free. So we're going to see you next week. Until then, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Say bye again. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.